Mate, welcome along to the final episode of the Exponential Performance Podcast for 2017. Welcome to the Exponential Performance Podcast. Join sports scientist and performance coach Matty Graham to find out how to train smarter and maximize your performance no matter who you are. Mate, welcome along to episode 34. This is the final podcast for 2017. It's been a long road this year. This podcast started as a little bit of a side project and has turned into something quite major and I want to take this opportunity to thank everyone out there who has been listening, who has been asking questions, who's been supporting the podcast, sharing it around. I hope I've achieved my original goal of helping as many people as as I can take those steps towards their goal. Hopefully the information in this podcast has helped you, has helped you inform your training, has helped you craft things so you train a little bit smarter, so you can take those steps towards that goal of yours and get those feel-good feelings of achieving that goal and improving your life in general because when we have something to work towards, when we have those goals to achieve, one, it feels good when we achieve them, but it gives us purpose, it gives us drive. So I hope this has helped you in your journey towards those goals. I also want to say a big thank you to all those people who have donated to the Exponential Performance Podcast Christmas Charity. We have amounted about $415 so far. Now this will close and all of the money will be donated automatically through Give a Little on the 25th of December to the chosen charity of World Vision. So, if you have enjoyed this podcast and it has helped you, please show your gratitude by paying it forward. At the Give a Little page, the links will be in the descriptions below or over at the show notes at exponentialperformancecoaching.com slash 34. A little bit of a donation goes a long way to help people who are less fortunate than us in this world have a slightly better life. It doesn't have to be much. Also, thank you for everyone who sent in their questions. Uh, Please keep sending them in and I am planning on having a big Q&A session early in the new year to answer these questions. So if you do have any questions that you are pondering at this moment with your training, please send them in via voice message and I will do my best to answer these for you. With the Christmas period and the holiday season coming up, it's a great time to bump up your training load because in New Zealand at least, and I know in Australia as well, we have a lot of holiday time over this summer period. I know in the States, in the Northern Hemisphere, maybe there's not as many holidays uh, or time off work because it's in the middle of winter. But in the Southern Hemisphere, at least, it's a really good time to bump up that training load. You've got a little bit more time available uh, because you're not at work. The sun's out, it's warm, and it's time to get some training in while you've got the time. But I'd also like to make the point that 
it's a really important time to make sure you spend some time with your friends and your family, your support network. It's really important to invest some time back into these people over this time of your of the year and show your appreciation for their support of you throughout the year in your pursuit of your goals. So make sure you enjoy the holiday time, get in some good quality training, but I always like to make sure that the athletes that I work with are able to spend a little bit more time with their family at this time of year. So don't get too caught up in the whole training more, more, more. Get out, get the training done 100%, but make sure you invest that time back into your support network because they invest a lot into you. And have a merry, merry Christmas and a happy new year. Now, speaking of new year, we're going to jump into a segment now with Exponential Performance Coach Nick Taylor, and he is going to talk about goal setting, which is very topical for this time of year with New Year's resolutions starting to get thrown around. So here's Nick talking about goal setting and some of the big goals he's got in mind. Let's get into it. Hey team, Nick back again, uh, and I'm stoked to be here for the second time on the podcast. Um, and today I just wanted to take a quick minute of your time to talk about goal setting. Um, and it's quite a topical time of year to talk about goals as everyone's thinking about New Year's resolutions and, and what they're going to change going forward next year. Um, and I think the concept of New Year's resolutions are, are flawed in the respect that often they're not not completed. Um, people will set it, um, a couple of weeks later you're back into normal life um, and it's back to normal. Um, so around goal setting, um, I think as athletes um, in, a, in a sporting population we tend to achieve this better than most but there are generally three main parts. So the first part is obviously the main goal or what we call the outcome goal. So that's the finished result. Um, let's say you're setting the goal to do a certain race um, or an event um, or a certain competition, um, that's your, your outcome. So I'm going to use a, an example of my own um, throughout this just to help explain. Um, so I've set a goal of completing an Everesting attempt on a mountain bike uh, in June next year. I don't have specific dates yet but when that date is specific, um, I will add that to the goal just to add some specificity there. So often it's, it's good to have in, a, in an outcome goal, you've got the obviously what the event is, um, you've got the date or the time, um, and you may have some sort of performance there. So it might be in a certain time frame um, or um, a, certain, a certain placing or a, a, a sort of result within your category. Um, so these outcome goals are they're all about the result. I'm either going to complete that Everesting attempt or I'm not. Um, now that's great, but then there is also the potential that I could spend the next sort of six, seven months working towards a goal. Let's say I don't achieve it, um, and then I've got I've got nothing to really show for my um, achievements if I don't set some little targets along the way. So that kind of boils down to the process. Now process goals are essentially like the steps to getting to that outcome. Um, so if you think about the outcome goal being the top of the mountain, um, all the steps you take along the way getting higher and higher are your processes. Um, now processes are fantastic because they're a little bit less bigger picture, um, a little bit more 
smaller, not necessarily uh, result driven. Um, so you can achieve them and tick them off along the way. Um, and then if you get to the end of your, your goal and you don't quite achieve it, you've got five, six, um, or however many you've set um, little processes along the way that you can say, well, look, I achieved those five. I didn't get that one. Um, instead of thinking I've just failed six months of my life. Um, so some examples of that for where I'm at is obviously a big part of the Everesting is plotting your course and finding the, the right kind of hill and gradient, etc. Um, so I'm going to plot my course as one of my processes. I'm going to sit down and, and work that out over the, the next sort of month or so. Um, another process goal for me would be setting a, a nutritional plan based around that course um, and also based around the time of year. Um, obviously June in New Zealand is going to be quite cold, um, so I need to be aware of that. Um, then with inside your process goals, you've got little daily actions um, or, or daily goals. Um, now, I like to set a, a daily goal the night before, um, and it can be just as simple as saying, okay, tomorrow I'm going to get up, I'm going to do 30 minutes of uh, flexibility or mobilization in the morning. Um, and that might be your, your goal that you, you set for your training for the day. Um, or you might say, okay, tomorrow I'm going to go do a hill ride um, on this course. Um, and it doesn't have to be a, a big scale thing every day. It's just your little daily um, bits that you're chipping away at that are going to help you get to that next step. Um, and then you're going to chip away and get to the next step um, as you make your way up that mountain. So next time you're thinking about setting yourself a goal, and, and if you are, um, a lot of the, the summer athletes at the moment will be already mid working towards a goal, um, but you might not have some of those processes in place. So, so bring it back down, write out your goal on, a, on the top of your bit of paper, and then write down four or five different processes that you need to achieve to get to that goal. Um, and then you can start to look at little bits of daily actions. Um, the daily actions are a little bit easier to achieve. Um, have a look at your training plan for the next few days. Have a look at your life plan, what's going on, um, and what do you need to, to achieve tomorrow um, to make the end goal more successful. And I will leave you with uh, one little saying that I like to try and hold, hold on to is, if you nail the processes, the outcome will fall into place. Hope you all have a lovely, safe, happy, merry Christmas uh, and New Year, and we'll look forward to catching up in the new year. you enjoy that little segment by Nick Taylor and all about goal setting and planning what big goals do you have in mind post a comment below I want to hear about your goals and what you are working towards now what we're going to jump into is about swearing and performance how dropping the f-bomb can actually improve your performance I kid you not there's a little bit of research around this, and it's been found that swearing makes you stronger, makes you able to push harder, it increases your pain tolerance, increases your sprint performance, which is really, really interesting, if you ask me. So the research around this area has looked at a few different modalities. So the first I'm going to cover is about increasing your pain tolerance. So it was found if you put your hand in ice water, which is quite a painful experience, you're able to leave it in there 
for twice as long, twice as long, if you drop the old F-bomb uh, or your other chosen swear word of choice. Interestingly as well, in a anaerobic power test on a bike, you're able to increase your performance 20 by 24 watts, 24 watts, which is quite significant. And as well, you're also able to improve your grip strength by about 2.1 kgs, 2.1 kgs. So you can see in the tests that they've done, which are kind of limited to a few different things, but you can think that this could be extrapolated, that you increase your pain tolerance, you increase your power output, you increase your strength just by swearing. Now, the swear words of choice were chosen by the participants in these cases. So if you had to choose a swear word that you would use if you would normally bang your head on something, so that was the instructions that the participants were given. What swear word would you normally say if you banged your head on something? And the words of choice were fuck and shit were two of the most prominent ones, but no doubt uh, you can be creative and come up with uh, some of your own swear words that you'd use if you banged your head. Uh, and also, in these experiments, what they did is they got the participants to say the swear words in a very steady and clear voice. And this was to avoid them getting too emotional over the use of the swear word. So it was said very clearly and very steady. So it wasn't screaming, it wasn't yelling. It was just said in a very controlled, precise matter. Now, why would swearing improve performance, I guess, is the next logical question. We, we know that it does. Why would it? Well, to be honest, we're not 100% sure why. Originally, it was thought that swearing, which is quite a visceral response, it's quite primal. If you analyze flight boxes or black boxes from uh, flights that are going down or crashing in an emergency response, then often the pilots in those will swear. Now, normally pilots don't swear, you know, at least over the intercom, but when it's in an emergency situation, often will revert to swearing, that very primal instinct, for whatever reason it is. Now, originally it was thought that it was due to swearing leading to an increase in sympathetic nervous activities, such as adrenaline release, that fight or flight response. But really, really interesting, in these studies that they've done, they didn't see any evidence of this fight or flight response in action. For example, when people were swearing, there wasn't actually an increase in heart rate, which you'd expect to see if there was an adrenaline release. So what else could be associated or what else could be causing this improvement in performance if it's not an increase in sympathetic nervous system. Well the experts aren't 100% sure on this but there is a thought that it's around a potential distraction from the pain. There's a potential distraction from the pain. So by using those swear words we're able to have that visceral response that's 
related to you know experience or things that we know but it's it distracts us momentarily from the pain that we're undergoing enables you to last longer so how can you use swearing to improve your performance and when should you use it first things first I'm not suggesting you get into the gym and start swearing at the top of your lungs when you're on the treadmill or the bike or pushing weights out, all right? And then if the gym instructor comes and politely asks you to stop swearing or leave, you don't rip him out a new one saying, fuck you, motherfucker, I can fucking swear if I want because Maddie Graham on the Exponential Performance Podcast said me saying fuck is going to help me improve my performance. Let's not do that. Let's not do that, okay? But if you are going to use swearing, let's have a think about how we might do it. When would be a good time to swear, do you think? During intervals, when you're really pushing hard, if you're getting towards the end of the interval where it's really starting to hurt, throwing in some strategic swearing will help you push a little bit further in those intervals and get a little bit more of a training effect. Also, say if you're climbing hills when you're running or you're biking and you're getting to that final push over the top rather than easing off, try and push the pace a little bit more up over the top of the hill, throw in a couple of strategic square words in there to get you over the top and again, you're going to be pushing a little bit harder than you normally would, you're going to get a bigger training adaptation from it, boom. Also, into a headwind. It amazes me how many people get psyched out in a headwind. And just as an off note, do you know why they call it a headwind? It's because it's all in your head. Alright, so if you're driving away into a headwind on your bike or running, or kayaking into a headwind down the Waimak Gorge in the coast to coast, let's get some strategic swearing going on. Some strategic swearing to push yourself a little bit harder. Also, what about in your strength work? You're really pushing it out, trying to get a last couple of reps out, chucking some strategic swearing. Hopefully the gym's not too busy or you don't say it too loudly. And the other one, I think, is mobility and flexibility work. Where you've got that pain and it hurts, but you want to push through it. So what I highly recommend is that make your swearing positive rather than negatives. And so what I mean by that is, let's say we're foam rolling. Okay, if foam rolling hurts, there's no doubt about it. I talked about that on last week's episode. So rather than saying, oh, f- this hurts like a mother, f-, let's think about saying, f- yeah, this feels so f-ing good. Even if it's not true, we're starting to reaffirm ourselves with those positive uh, affirmations rather than negatives. So some positive ones that we can uh, come up with. No doubt you've got some more lined up in your uh, basket. And feel free to post a comment below on your strategic swearing uh, combos. Things such as, yeah, let's smash it up this hill. Or we're here to shit up, is a favourite of mine. Uh, Rather than examples like, come on, faster you piece of shit. Or don't it up now. Or, come on, you piece of shit. You're going slow, fucking slow. Get your fucking fat ass up the hill, mate. Those things, those negative things aren't as good as the positive. So if we are going to use swearing, strategic swearing, let's 
be a little bit more strategic about it than just going flying off the handle and swearing. Let's keep it strategic and positive, moving towards the goal that we're after. Strategic, swearing, positively. I don't even know if that makes sense. So, I want to hear your strategic swearing combos down below. Down below. I want to hear them. Write them down there. Feel free to put exclamation marks, uh, the money sign, the hash symbol, the star, if you don't want to write the whole word out, but chuck them down below. I want to see what we can drag out of the woodwork. So I hope that has helped. I hope it has opened a new window for you and shone a little bit of a light on something that you can quite easily do to help improve your performance, not only during racing, but in training as well to get to push ourselves a little bit harder, to get a little bit more of a training response and hopefully boost our performance up a little bit. So I look forward to reading your strategic swearing combos down below. We're going to wrap it up there. It's going to be quite a short episode this week to polish off 2017. Again, thank you very much for listening. I hope you have found this podcast useful. If you have, please show your gratitude by paying it forward over at the Exponential Performance Christmas Charity Give a Little page. The links for that will be in the description if you're listening on YouTube or if you're listening on SoundCloud. If you're listening on another platform, please head over to exponentialperformancecoaching.com slash 34. You'll find all the details over there to make a donation. Even $1 goes a long way. So please consider doing that. I look forward to talking with you again next year. And until then, get out there, train hard, but most importantly, train f***ing smart. I'll see you on the other side in 2018. Done.